and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here and appreciate you being an, a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need because ultimately it is up to you. And that's a lot of what today's episode is going to be about. And I want to support you on that journey because I myself was told that my son couldn't recover and we should drug him and try behavioral therapies and basically good luck. There would be nothing we would be able to do for him, but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't want to believe that. And I didn't want to drug him and, you know, just have some negative side effects and just mask symptoms. I really wanted to find out what the causes were of his issues and, uh, you know, their behavioral and health issues that were going on. And it made his life debilitating at times. It made it uncomfortable and it affected our entire family. And as a parent of a child with autism, I'm sure you can relate to that because, you know, it took me over a decade to figure out what I did figure out, realizing very quickly that the doctors I sought out, therapists, they were really of no help. They really didn't know what to do. They were, let's try this, let's try that. But I could tell they really didn't know. And I thought, no, I got to figure this out on my own. And I didn't want to listen to them tell me that he wasn't going to get better or that I should drug him either. So uh, I began my own research and it took me over a decade. But today my son is recovered from his symptoms of autism. And when I say it for him, I mean, he's not even diagnosable anymore. He just graduated college. He's happy. He's healthy. He lives a fulfilling, independent life. He was at college almost a thousand miles away from me, living in his own apartment, absolutely absolutely fine. And I know that you want your child to have an independent life and a fulfilling life. And uh, now he can go on to do use his creative abilities that were limited before because basically his brain and his body were inflamed with toxins. And I want you to know that we understand, I understand that everybody's level of recovery is different because, and I use the word recovery because in the definition, the definition of it in the dictionary is to regain health. And that's what this is really about. If you regain the biological health and you get those toxins and inflammation out of the way, your child is much more able to, to, they can sleep better, they eat better and digest their food and absorb the nutrition from it. They we want to get rid of all the pathogenic bad bacteria that are also causing more toxins in their system. Our kids have a lot of heavy metal toxins that are really affecting their brain's ability to function knowing that the gut needs to be healed and that if the gut isn't healed, that uh, the gut controls 80% of the immune system. So it has everything to do with their, their immune system and their overall health. And there are some, you might notice that your, your child gets sick a lot. Uh, and it's usually a lot of that is to do with the gut. And then also knowing that the gut builds and creates neurotransmitters, which are brain messengers like serotonin and dopamine, and they will allow your brain, your child, your brain, your child's brain, everybody's brain to, they control things like mood stability and calming and uh, for the ability to focus and sleep. These are just some of the things that these are affecting. So as you can see, it's very important that the gut is well, um, that we remove the toxins, reduce the inflammation. I've done shows on in the past on the co-infections, mold and Lyme and strep or pans or pandas. And 
I wanted to make sure that you knew all of this because every child's level of recovery is different. But if you have a child that isn't speaking, that can now speak, and this is what's happened in, in my mentoring program with people I have shared what I have to share with others, they are children who weren't speaking are speaking, children who couldn't sleep are sleeping, children who one one child was could only sit for 10 minutes at the most in a classroom. Now he's five to six hours in a classroom and he's fine and he can retain information. You know, that's the other thing too. One other mom said her child couldn't brush his teeth or get dressed on his own. Now he can. He's five years old. He should be able, he's almost six now, should be able to, right? And now he can. And it's all because of these things that I've shared. And because of COVID, especially, I want to support you at home. I know we're very limited with our resources of what we can do getting out and the things that were our resources available to us just in general. And we have more time. So I decided to create and put together a live virtual autism recovery masterclass and uh, I'm going to do it it's free I've decided to do it for free and it's going to be this Saturday July 25th so uh, hopefully if you're listening to this live you can get the link on the show notes page which will be naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 88 but the direct link if you like is naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash master Class. So please, please go there now, register for the event and uh, join me on Saturday because, um, and if I know some people have a hard time being there live, we will send out a replay link. I, I sometimes don't like saying that because I want you to be there live and I want you to go, we're going to send you a workbook and you're going to be able to follow me through it. And it's, we're going to practice some hands-on things in it as well. So I will be here for you uh, on, on Saturday again. Register at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. And please, please share that with anybody you know if who has a child with autism and, and in need. Um, maybe you're on a Facebook group or you have friends uh, in your community or wherever that could benefit from it um, because it's a big deal. I'm, it's a lot of my time as well as yours um, and I have uh, 15 years of experience that I've, I'm putting into this and I wanted to offer it for free uh, to be able to help you again during COVID and at home and uh, it'll be really, really valuable. So please join me there. And what I'd like to do in today's episode is kind of follow that a little bit uh, more with a, a bit more on my journey. I know I've, I've discussed some of those things with you uh, here already, but this episode I've titled the top 10 things every parent of a child with autism should know. And based on my own journey and uh, my trials and errors and blood, sweat and tears and everything that I went through, I was, I realized how much I could share if I really shared my story. And so, uh, and, and the mistakes that I made and the things that you will now hopefully not have to make because those mistakes, not necessarily mistakes, I'll I'll never say they're mistakes because everything that we do is a learned lesson. But what I'd like to do is save you a lot of the time and the energy uh, and the wasted financial expense that you can also lose by not knowing what to do. And so that's why it took me a decade and why I put together my mentoring program to help parents because I realized how little help there was out there, especially from somebody who had lived it. Because 
one mom said to me when once upon a time uh, was the first week of school our kids our boys were in seventh grade no, i mean second grade oh yes yeah, second no i'm sorry first grade they were in first grade and it was the first friday of the first week of school and one other mom and i were standing outside the classroom together and we had both been called in already by the teacher because our boys were both separately we didn't know each other having already causing issues in the classroom and she i remember she turned to me and she said already (laughs) and i thought oh my gosh her too and she said, boy, if you don't have a child who has aut- with autism, you never, you really don't know what it's like. And and that's true if you, because it's a completely different life than most people live. And they don't understand uh, a lot of those, those pieces that go along with um, raising that child and what your home life can be like. Uh, so I'm here to support you. We're going to take a very short break. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism and stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about the top 10 things that every parent of a child with autism should know. And I was sharing my story a little bit with you because I want you to know that I can relate because, again, as a parent who has lived that life, you know, I remember, you know, for one, the judgy looks, of course, when you're out because people don't understand. But we were actually told by therapists that our our son's behaviors were due to our parenting. <laughs> that we, I can laugh at it now, we, we were told that um, we needed to be firmer with discipline. And if we were just stronger at parenting, that he wouldn't be behaving this way. And I remember thinking, boy, you know, okay, he's my firstborn child, but I don't know. I mean, something is going on here. I mean, we, we have done everything we, we'd done. I mean, this is sadly where some parents start beating their children because they, you know, are that they do that or they don't know what else to do or they feel. And I thought, I'm not, I'm not that parent. I'm not that type to, to do that, but what else can we do here? What is going on? And again, I, I, various doctors and therapists who just didn't know what to do and uh, were giving me, you know, really some bad information. And, and, and so I just wanted to figure it out on my own. And I remember this other mom, as I mentioned, you know, she was saying, you know, if you never, if you don't have a child of your own with autism, you really don't know what it's like. And that's so true because you're at home, you know, it's, it can be more challenging to go out in public for one, but even at home, you don't know the unpredictable, unpredictable behaviors can be really challenging, you know, and if you're not sleeping at night, then, you know, that can be challenging for them and you, and they're not eating well. And they're, you know, just these tantruming things that can go on. Or, uh, I remember even trying therapy at one point and my son saying, mom, I want to, but I can't. And it was heartbreaking because I thought my son's really smart. I thought, why can't he focus and concentrate here in a classroom? What's going on? I later found out that that was really due to the toxins and inflammation on his brain. Um, fortunately, now that is not an issue at all. And um, he graduated college uh, with, you know, almost straight A's and he's, he's brilliant and he's going to be writing fantasy novels and I'm really excited about his future for him. And I look back and I think, you know, if I hadn't looked at this and healed his biology, he wouldn't be able to do those things today. And as you look at your child, I want you to know your child's not an angry person it's that their brain and their body are so toxic and inflamed 
that they can't control their moods. That's why they have so they're so they have so much anxiety. I mean, who wants to live with anxiety? It's debilitating, and they can't sleep at night, which means you can't. And speech is affected, and their overall health. There are so many things that go along with this. My son would actually wake up at 2 a.m. screaming in stomach pain, and I had I just I didn't know what was going on. Uh, he had emotional outbursts and tantrums and. And uh, I used to think, but he's also got this super gentle sweet side. So what is going on? And, you know, he would just all of a sudden abruptly react to something and he didn't and he didn't have any, you know, well, in his mind, he did, there was something, but there, there hadn't really been an issue that had gone on. And so again, the unpredictability, I, I can relate to that, um, because it can be really challenging as their parent, but I want you to know that, yes, fortunately I, I searched through all, all of the, I, I picked and pecked for hundreds or thousands of hours at, at this point through the internet. I read hundreds of books I did trial and error to weed out the things that don't work to find the things that do work. And so now I'm able to share that with you. And um, today, again, all of his symptoms are gone. He's calm. He's easygoing. And uh, he's comfortable. You know, that's the thing, too. He's passionate about writing. And, you know, all of those things that caused his symptoms are gone. And they're very much health related. And we don't want our kids to be sick. And children with autism, most of the time are very ill. And whether or not you realize that there are a lot of toxins and inflammation going on in their body that aren't good for their overall overall health and you need to make sure that those things are taken care of for the long term because we're not just talking about today and tomorrow we're talking about their longevity and their independent and fulfilling life that they are that they deserve and especially as an adult and I know with parents a lot of the fear can be what's going to happen to me to my child if something happens to me if you're still the caretaker so like I mentioned the mom who her son is now getting getting himself dressed and brushing his teeth where before at age five he wasn't able to do that and and you know we want our kids to have independence and be able to be out in the world and to share their gifts so um, this is really important and remember too when you're giving given a diagnosis okay so autism it mimics there are a lot of things that mimic the symptoms of autism but okay they have autism but also know that no one can tell you for sure what your child's recovery outcome or 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 prognosis will be they give a diagnosis but that's completely different from a prognosis because if I had listened they would say my son could not recover well today he is so what do I say I have a mom who her son is now nine years old. He just rode a bike for his first time because of the work that she's doing here in with, with my mentoring program. And she said, you know, he wasn't able to ride a bike without training wheels before at age nine, but more so in, in how excited she was that day. She even sent me a video of it. I want to know that for, for me, that's everything to be able to share that kind of, of, of value with people that changes their lives and their child's life is immense. But she was also a child, a parent who was told her son is very autistic and he would never speak. These were the words that were, were given to her by a, a practitioner. And 
today he is speaking and he's riding a bike and he's getting better. And that's what I want to tell you is that that I just don't want you to listen to the naysayers. And that is my my number one piece. When I say the top 10 things of repairing a child of autism, should never listen to the naysayers about your child's prognosis because we, we, I myself was told by multiple therapists my son's behaviors were due to our poor parenting and that there was nothing we could do for him. But just know that number one, don't listen to negative people because if you you know in your heart and even if you have those fears, which I know you do, well, what if they don't can't get better? What if they can't ever speak? They can still get healthier. We can we can do things. You can do things for them. So just always remember they can improve. We're going to take a very short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it hi there and welcome back to naturally recovering autism i'm your host karen thomas and i want to thank you so much for being here today and we're going through the top 10 things every parent of a child with autism should know i learned a lot in my now decade and a half of research in autism recovery and in my own journey with my own son after being told he could not recover and now that he is recovered like I had mentioned before, I want to share with you the things that that I think are so important to know along the way, because number two of the top 10 things I was eight is to know that it's never too late. Parents will write into me all the time and say, my child is four years old. Is it too late? My child is 10 years old. Is it too late? Um, basically wanting to know if 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 there's still hope for their child and again nobody knows what the outcome's going to be but yes we definitely can help your child and i've helped parents with children from ages uh, the youngest i know of i will say is 17 months and the oldest that i know of is 42 years old and his mom was in the program actually helping um uh, his uh, her son who was 42 years old so it's never too late um it's it things Things can change a little bit faster, I'll say, when they're younger. Um, but it's never too late to make a difference in somebody's life, a positive difference. And, you know, our kids are even bullied in school and things like that. And and if they can learn to have to feel better about themselves, because it really starts themselves, having more self-confidence, because, again, you know, my son never needed to go back to those therapies he couldn't do. Now, that might not be the case for your child if they go back to a therapy later on that after their biology is. So hang in there. There's this uh, social psychologist, Amy Cuddy, uh, who's quite famous. Uh, she's a Harvard professor, and she says, 
focus less on the impression you're making on others and more on the impression you're making on yourself. So you want to make yourself proud. Do things that know, you know you're doing because you want you don't want to be discounting anything that you're doing. Anytime you implement one one change in their diet or you give them one supplement or do one thing that you know is something because you're trying it is it makes a difference it makes a difference for your child it makes a difference for you but um, that's what's really really important so I want you to celebrate every step that you take forward for your child every time you implement anything know you're making progress and even if it's if it doesn't go in the right direction you have learned something so uh, that's where I want to help you to to know that uh, with this masterclass, especially I'm doing this weekend, show you how you can make the right progress with the right things so that you're not wasting time with things that don't work as well uh, or at all. Um, there are so many bad supplements out there as people taking things they don't know what to do. But know that you're trying and, and you know, trial and error. I went through over a decade of it and I spent over $150,000 of my own money trying to figure it out. And it was, you know, it was financially a pressure, but I could have saved myself the majority of that had I had a streamlined path, but I didn't, I didn't have one. I, you know, and that's the next thing I want to say is number four is you don't have to do it alone. You should find a mentor, someone who's lived this personally and that you trust because you, you want it, you want to be able to, uh, know that, you know, that, that there's somebody that you can ask your questions to along the way, somebody who has been through it. And, and I know how isolating the life can be and other, you know, even practitioners, you know, most of them, most practitioners, uh, most other parents that you're talking to just in general in your life, they haven't been through it or they're not living it. And they don't, they don't know. They, they, even when well-meaning neighbors and friends want to help out, but you know, you might even notice that they're not always wanting to get together all the time because they know it's challenging to be around your child. And you don't, you, you, you need something that is supportive, a community of your own. So that is important. Make sure that, that you just don't, don't think that you're, you're so alone because I know how isolating that can be. And, uh, you know, no one in a classroom should ever be left out either. So, you know, it, it should be always that uh, that you're around people who are, are welcoming. We're going to take a very short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we are talking about the top 10 things that every parent of a child with autism should know. And I know, again, I was saying how how isolating this can be and how important it is that you have a mentor or and a community of people that that understand that are other parents of children with autism that understand how it is because again that isolation can be really hard on you and on your child but number five in this is you need a plan and you need to be able to work that plan a lot of parents are just throwing out one-off supplements hoping for for results or they're moving too fast without any type of support for detoxification you've got to lay a strong foundation first and and you know that comes from starting with healing the gut you've got to work with your child's gut and that begins with diet and that alone can be a stressor because you've got to change your child's diet out of 
of the bad foods and into the good ones. And you need to know what those good foods are. Uh, the most, the top five inflammatory foods are gluten, dairy, soy, wheat, and sugar. So just know at least by removing those, you will be eliminating a, a big part of the problem. Now you're going to have hard time at first i go through a whole thing and i will this saturday in the master class as well on on uh, the food issues uh, but also i'm going to do a whole piece on how to transition your child away from the bad foods and into the good ones and i want to tell you too that the candida in their gut is uh and the pathogenic bacteria will thrive on sugar so anytime they eat sugar which even includes fruit and anytime they eat processed carbohydrates, even if they're gluten-free, processed carbohydrates turn to sugar in the body. So they feed those bad bacteria. The uh, protein in wheat is gluten and the protein in dairy is, is casein. And both of those will turn to opiates in the system. Yeah, it's just like the opiate drug. And our children's bodies, because of the poor detoxification pathways of children with autism, especially they, um, they're, they're for one, they become addicted to them because their bodies can't dispel any extra opiates. So it's literally like they're, they're needing a drug fix when they, they want to eat. I remember having a, a child at my house one time years ago, a friend of one of my kids. And I said, do you want something to eat? And she said, yeah, I want bread like she was desperate for it. And I looked, I thought, Oh, I know what's going on there. Um, but also our wheat crops are sprayed with glyphosate, which is a dangerous chemical in Roundup, uh, the weed killer. And it also will uh, deteriorate the gut lining. Um, you've got things like co-infections of mold and Lyme's disease. Those will really, really deteriorate the gut. So a lot of parents will say, well, I've had my child on a good diet for a long time, but they can't figure out why their child isn't getting better. And it's because of usually those co-infections and other things that they haven't been able to do because they didn't know. And it wasn't like, and they're a great parent, they're doing a great job, but they just didn't know. I mean, you get, and sometimes people will try things and things aren't working or they're they'll give a new especially a probiotic that random probiotic and their kid will just their detoxification pathways weren't supported and all of a sudden that their bad is called die off the bad bacteria is dying off and their child is all of a sudden getting really um, wild with behaviors and can't sleep again or worse and the parent thinks well that wasn't good so they stop giving it to them altogether. now that could have been good have they supported everything along the way had they known about how to support detoxification before they started doing it and these are important for a child's body and overall health as well as um, the calming of the behaviors because that die-off can be overwhelming for not only the child but also for the parent and uh, you don't you don't want that to happen so that number five again would be to have a plan and know how to work that plan uh, to be able to follow it um, a, a direct one that has been proven very important number six avoid the kitchen sink syndrome <laughs> this is so common i see parents they're trying so hard they get so eager and they're out there and they're just I, i'm gonna i've got my child in four different therapies and we're we're going to like see three different doctors and we started you know all these different supplements and and <laughs> they 
they're just all over the map. They are, for one, doing too much. And what happens is that you will end up backstepping. Too much is too overwhelming for your child emotionally. And it's also too overwhelming for them physically. This is about slow. And people think, well, how can that, how can that be? You know, they're so eager to get their child better. And I totally get that. You feel desperate at times. I personally know that feeling. I want to know now, what can I do? But, and then knowing if I was going to try a new supplement, I finally realized years and years ago, I had to wait and see if that supplement was going to make a difference, what it was doing, what changes were, I couldn't do more than one thing at once. You've got to do one little thing at a time as you move forward. Again, it helps your child both physically and emotionally um, because there's a process to this and it can be done in order and um, you're, you know, supporting your child first is crucial. It's the most important thing I can say to you. And, uh, and it'll also help you also. So be patient. Um, so yeah, don't throw in the entire kitchen sink. You've got to streamline it again, having an actual plan, one plan you're following. And I didn't say to do this faster. I said, it's, it's, it's fast. It's the fastest way, but it's you know there is no fast, fast. But I will say that the parents that I've helped, they have seen changes in in the first couple of weeks, even off of just diet changes when the right diet changes are are happening, or with a specific supplement. It, it, it's about if you're doing it right, you, you'll notice changes and get results much, much faster. Number seven, again, practice patience. As I just mentioned, autism recovery takes time. This isn't, we're not building a website. This is human biology. Everyone is different. There are no two kids exactly the same. What will happen for one child with diet changes may not happen at all with the, the the next child that might they might be four or five months down the road uh, before the results start taking place because or, or being seen because the things are happening at a cellular level that you're not maybe their their behaviors aren't changing enough to notice quite yet uh, or you're noticing little subtle things where somebody else has in the first couple of weeks noticed something dramatic so don't compare your child to anybody else I guess that I would add that one in here too your child and what you're doing you know, your child is different uh, than every other child. So don't compare your progress you're making. Just know that if you're if you're following the right path and you're moving forward, that you're doing the right things. That that you're making a difference for your child's life, and it 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 is worth it. Be number eight is also being willing to do the work, and I know that parents that I share this process with will in my mentoring program they'll get results, you know, and the ones who do get the results are the ones who actually do the work. Some people are, you know, they, I I really see it come back to, comes back to a lack of confidence or they just get scared that they're not doing it right, which again comes back to confidence. And so it's, I, you know, I do my very best to support them. Uh, there's a forum where they can ask their questions. And I think being able to ask your questions to somebody is key because you know, the question usually is, am I doing this right? Am I doing the right order? Even if it's laid out for you clearly, you might still have those questions and you've got to be able to know that anything you do is correct, is, is good. Just move in the right direction, have somebody to troubleshoot it, shoot with you and what to do again, as I mentioned, behaviors increase from a supplement 
usually when your child you're going through any type of detoxification or um, health healing type of protocol you need to have some good strong healthy natural binders in place binders toxin binders that will help soak up the toxins because there are a lot of toxins that will be releasing even from the diet changes as i mentioned the opiates you've got to have uh there as the candida or the bad bacteria start dying off you might have heard the term die off from herxheimer which is also the, the the technical scientific name for it basically when those bad bacteria those candida for example are dying because they're not getting fed the foods you're you're feeding them or uh, supplements coming in that is uh, eradicating them they're dying and when they die you want them to die and get rid of get out of your body your child's body but you need to be able to support your child's body with that those when they die those that die off will cause heightened detoxifications those organisms are living organisms in your child's body they actually even poop and excrete um, alcohol as a substance they they there are a lot of things they do when they're alive in your child's body that you need to support that for detoxification but when they die they also release a lot of toxins and if you don't, that's where a lot of these heightened behaviors come from when all of a sudden your child is getting much worse on a protocol. That's where you need extra binders in place to soak those up. So really, really know, um, be willing to do the work, but also, again, following that plan, um, being taught. I love the saying, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. So again, you're learning, you're implementing and you you just keep going and don't give up. Uh, we're going to take a very short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about the top 10 things every parent of a child with autism should know. And I think this is so valuable because... I've been through this for, like I said, a decade and a half, and I want to help you to learn some of the, I, I, I won't ever say mistakes, but some of the trials and the errors that I went through to find out what does work, because it's all a learning lesson, and you're having, I'm sure, many of those with your own child, and uh, I'd like to help streamline that a little bit and help you avoid some of the time-consuming and uh, financial, financially expensive things that, that, uh, that you don't have to do if you know what to do. I, that's what's really important, is being able to again have a plan and know how to work that plan and um and again i will be teaching this all in my three hour free master class that's going to be this saturday july 25th if you tuned in late please make sure you go register now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. I will always also put that link on the show notes page with today's notes will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 88 and uh, just the numbers 88. And um, please feel free to share that with anybody because that you know who could utilize this information and benefit from it because I know how many people out there who are going through this, struggling through it, spending a lot of time and 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 ex- of their own expenses trying to figure it out, and that's what I'm hoping to save you by by doing this. Number nine, number should probably be number one. Number nine in these top ten are take care of yourself. 
this is a very trying journey. And remember that you matter too. We especially see the parents just pouring everything into their child and, and doing, you know, up late at night, dealing, working hard during the day, uh, whether it's outside of the house at another job and then coming home, or you've maybe left your job because you wanted to stay home with your child with autism and you didn't have other care, or, you know, if you're home with them all the time, you know, that can be trying too, because you need a break. You need to be able to have time to yourself to relax. And sometimes if they're in a therapy or something, that's the only even time that you have your child where doing something with somebody who hopefully is helping them and you're you know you've got a you know 30 or 45 minutes to yourself but you've got to take care of yourself so uh, each day even if it's a cup of tea or you take five minutes of alone time or exercise I always say never underestimate the power of exercise for stress reduction it's huge go take a short walk even if it's if you don't have a lot of time try to grab your time to do anything outside is nice go out in your backyard garden uh, whatever you know gives you peace and even you know if you if you can't get an hour then at least give yourself five minutes uh, whatever it takes but it's going to again make a difference and when you're doing it make sure that you're not interrupted and that you know thinking about I'm doing this for me you know and and when you go to bed at night they say we're most impressionable when we first go to bed at night even more so than when we first wake up in the morning but those are the two times of day so it's good uh, to do a little bit of visualization before you go to bed at night and uh, be able to um, you know calm yourself down there's a really nice um uh, um, uh, mindfulness uh, exercise that I'll, I'll walk us through here in a, in, a, in a couple minutes too I think is really nice for you to be able to utilize and knowing again that the um, the ability to calm yourself down and and in in your mind the the visualization and that one thing I want to say too is not only are you supposed to should you be taking care of yourself emotionally but know that you are the leaf doesn't fall too far from the tree is what i always say and your child has likely inherited some or many of the toxins and infections that they have right now from you candida is passed on in utero heavy metal toxins especially mercury and aluminum they're passed in utero uh lyme's disease passed in utero and even through breast milk um mold biotoxin issues um that uh, really affect uh, uh, autism and recover the recovery process. All of these as well. Uh, mold is a genetic. It, it's completely genetic. It's an ability in an inability for the body to dispel the toxin that we are exposed to when we have been exposed to them from a water damaged building anywhere Um, and a lot of the times you can be in a building or be in your home and not see it or think oh this is a newer building so it doesn't have any mold well there could have been a leak in the wall that nobody knew about and it's seeping in through the wall or seeping through the subfloor mold is and in 29 percent of the world population has this genetic defect that doesn't allow our body to dispel and get rid of those uh, mold biotoxins when we are exposed to them. So it builds up in the body. Those toxins just keep building up in the body. 
and the the body naturally puts out inflammation markers. Now, inflammation is put out in the body as a natural defense to fight off something that is an invader. So when we have all of these toxins and they're they're built up in our system and the body can't get rid of them, it keeps putting out more and more inflammation to fight them. But then what's happening is you have this cascade of inflammation in the body. And that cascade of inflammation is causing more and more damage to internal organs, to especially to the brain. So uh, it's deteriorating and harming the gut. So that's why, too, a lot of people say, I've had my child on a really good diet for a long time, and they're still not getting better. It is usually because of some of these side co-infections. But again, 29% of the world population having this genetic defect for the mold alone, and the number of Lyme disease cases growing exponentially every year these are contributing to the symptoms of autism and and to that gut lining not getting better and to the child's you know well-being but also to your own so i always say everything you're doing for your child you should be doing for yourself if you have them eating the right foods why aren't you? <laughs> you you want to be eating the right foods too you want to avoid those top five inflammatory ones that i mentioned right and um, I've got a free foods guide in case you forget that. It's naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, the number seven and foods. And um, it'll give you that guide too. That that might be helpful for you to, to even have something to begin with now. So you and your whole family should be eating the right foods. And if you've got your, your child on a detoxification protocol or something, it'd be helpful for you to be doing the same things with them because you've got to take care of you and the rest of the family as well. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Uh, I appreciate you being this proactive parent, and I'm hoping to guide you through this process to save you some time, some expense, and some just keep it to more overall less stress having a it'd be more stress-free and I know it's hard to be completely stress-free but the less stress that's possible with anything that is better right and that's what I think is really important to offer you support and let you know that I've been through it as have our, our you think with one in now 36 children being diagnosed with autism today there are so many other families going through it too so you're not alone just remember that um, and and uh, it's important to have that, um, have, again, a guide, a mentor, somebody to help you through the process. And, you know, if I can be of help to you, um, please reach out and please, please um, go to uh, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. This Saturday, July 25th, I will be offering my free masterclass. So if you happen to be listening to this live, uh, you, the, the link is there on the, the show notes page, which again will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 88 in case you forget masterclass uh, or you're listening to this later um, but and then please share it with others because again there are a lot of parents out there who are needing this help and needing some support and um, I think it's really important it, the, the better the parent is doing I find the better the child will do because you know if you're just maxed out and stressed out and you're sick it, you're you know you're 
you're having a harder time taking care of your child. You're doing it, but it's it. Let's make it easier. That's the point. Is the better it is for you, the better it is for your child, and the better the result, the final outcome for everyone. Because we want that fulfilling life for your child and that independent one. So number ten is never give up and never ever give up. And then I would repeat repeat this to yourself daily. I am the world's greatest parent. And say that to yourself daily and remind yourself you're doing the best you can and you are doing a good job. And if you just keep repeating, I am the world's greatest parent to yourself, then even if at moments that you're having doubts about yourself or not believing it because you're so stressed out, just just repeat it to yourself again, smile, try to help yourself feel up. And no, I believe in you. I appreciate you. And what you're doing is has always been helpful, no matter what you do for your child. It makes a difference. There's a mindfulness exercise that I think is really helpful. And when I do this, it's, it's really helpful in my background, as I've been a craniosacral therapist, which means I work on the bones of the head to balance the brain, um, that if you put one hand on your forehead and your other hand at the very back of your head, at the lower part of the bone, it's called the occiput, the, that bone on the very back of your head, but low on it, almost to where it's meeting the soft tissue of your neck. And then squeeze just a little bit right there. And then again, your other hand is on your forehead. Putting those two hands there, just doing this alone, calms the brain. So that is very calming. You can do it to yourself. You can do it to your child. You can teach it to your child. While you're doing this as an added benefit, I I like to use the mindfulness exercise where you go through the five senses. You close your eyes and you see where you're at and put yourself in a place that you really enjoy. It can be real or you've never been there or or it's your favorite place that you go, anything, but you put yourself there Close your eyes. What do you see? Then listen, you know, are there, you know, is there water, trees, what colors? And then bring in as much visualization as possible. What do you hear? The the birds, the wind in the in the trees. What do you feel on your skin? The warmth of the sun or the, the cool of the breeze? Um, what do you taste and smell? Um, you smell pine trees. Do you smell ocean? Do you, you know, what, what, put yourself into all of the, go through all of those five senses with your, with your, and if you're lying in bed at night and you don't have your hand on your forehead and, and your occiput on the back of your head too, that's okay. If you want to do this right before you go to bed at night, like I mentioned earlier, that's the time where most impressionable is when we're right before we go to sleep. You can calm your adrenal system, your brain, your body so much if you do that and take a couple of really deep breaths and let them all the way out. And just remember that you are the world's greatest parent. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I hope this was helpful. Please join me this Saturday for my masterclass. Again, the links to everything from today's notes will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 88. The direct link to the masterclass registration, which is again free, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash masterclass. I'll see you then.